Hello, hello, and welcome to another Two Network Match Report with me, Adam. It's finished at St James's Park, Newcastle 2, Huddersfield 0. It was Miguel, Miggy Almiron's full debut at home in front of uh, 52,000. And bloody hell did he have an impact. Absolutely, very, very, very impressive. But I mean, in terms of overall... Such a, it was kind of a relieving victory, wasn't it? It was, it especially with the opportunity that the, those results on Friday night had, had, had given us with Cardiff getting absolutely tonked and then Fulham getting tonked as well. So it's kind of a, you know, there was there was definitely opportunity there to sort of move away from the relegation zone as it stands, uh, because Palace are playing at, as we speak. Newcastle are in the fifteenth. They were briefly in the fourteenth, uh, but we're in the fifteenth. Um, currently four points ahead of Southampton in, in, in 18th in that sort of final um, relegation spot. But, you know, we needed, there was a lot of pressure on us to win today. Um, Huddersfield are an atrocious football club and I think, rightly so, they'll be out of the Premier League after this season. They have only amassed 11 points today. Um, in the last 15, they've lost, in the last 15 games, they've lost... I think fourteen and drawn the last. You know, it's 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 they were an absolutely terrible uh, outfit and and away from home, just you know the lowest scorers as well. So it's there wasn't you know all of form and history was against Huddersfield today, um, and even with you know Moy being on the pitch, you know he was one that has been one of their biggest talismans from you know the last couple of seasons since the championship season really, and you know. We, we were lucky not to have him in the side when we beat them at their place 1-0 in the reverse fixture but to be honest he, he didn't really have a chance to do much today because I think um, I think our, our, our centre midfield pairing which was previously a reserve team pairing out of necessity which has become our our first choice centre midfielders now I mean Shelby has been injured um, Key's still coming back but the army was there to be selected and you know with I think one of the reasons that Hayden, I think Longstaff's in there absolutely, and you know, on merit, and um, it'll be interesting to see what happens when we have all of our centre midfielders back fit. But it's a lovely problem to have. But I think I think Hayden's in there ahead of Diarmi simply because he, you know, we saw against Wolves the, him playing that box to box role. So so Longstaff likes to sit deep, pass it around, take the ball. You know, just keep the keep play ticking over. You know, calm, composed, easy passes, simple, doing the simple stuff, doing the basic stuff right, um, spreading the play. And Hayden, you know, without the ball, was just chasing down. His energy levels were incredible today. They were honestly phenomenal. Um, but I, but I also thought his you know his his ability to progress and 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 support the forward play, which again, like you say, we, we saw against Wolves, which led to his goal. And, and and he did that today, but I mean let's 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 go back to the kind of the first half really and um you know the only change really from from you know the last game was Atsu out, Miggy Almiron in, which I had I had called, I had fully expected him to play there. Um I knew he'd put a shift in, um, as well as obviously the attacking play that he's that he's very, very capable of doing, and I think he Although he didn't score today, although he didn't assist, he's had a he's had a a, a debut that he'll never forget, and I think most of us won't forget either. Is is the first twenty minutes, twenty five minutes was in was insane. He was he was everywhere, um, 
But I mean, the, the start of the game was really weird because um, Huddersfield completely dominated play for that first ten minutes, and we couldn't settle in. We couldn't. We did, I mean, I remember glancing at the at the, the time, and it was about four four and a half minutes, and we. I was thinking we haven't had we haven't had possession at all. We hadn't had possession at all, um, and, and and they were kind of controlling things for that opening. But I just think we needed to settle in, and what we found, obviously, and 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 we saw there was a, there was a there was a moment where, you know, the bit the first big moment of the game where Miggy Almiron bursts clean of a what is a very very high Huddersfield line, like suspiciously high. That was very very odd to me. Um, the, the defenders had a little tug on him, haven't um, And 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 sort of, I mean, his pace is just absolutely electric. And I think Huddersfield didn't really know what the hell was going on. I don't think they could handle his pace. Um, so they resorted to other measures, but we'll get up to that in a minute. And he's and he's one on one, and you know most people would you know maybe snatch at a shot or another, you know, player might have tried to take it round the goal here. Not Miggy. Miggy goes for a chip on his on his full home debut, like after about fifteen minutes or something, <laughs> like thirteen I think it was, and and he just overlursel and uh, just agon agonizingly hits the post, doesn't it? He's so it's so close to just the the just the dream start. Like I'd seen enough in that first twenty minutes of Wolves to think like this kid's up for it. Like he 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 wants to be involved. He's not going to shirk away. He wants to be involved in this team. He wants to be the heartbeat of this team, and you saw that today. And that that, that, that chance was so unlucky. And then Rondon got the follow up. He's he, he tried to just blast it. That came off the wrong side of the post as well. So you're just thinking, how have we possibly not scored there? And everyone's just like everyone's up and got the hands to the face and going what? Um, so that you know that was that was pretty funny. Um, and uh, and then it was shortly after that. That we it was the red card, um, Smith, um, which was really strange actually because a, a couple of minutes before that red card incident, Hayden had sort of lunged in from behind, and I'd said out loud to myself, "Ah, oh, that's, that's that's a that's a yellow card." It really was a yellow card. Looked it, even though it was quite early on in the game. The referee, Kevin Friend, kind of didn't. He just gave him a, a talking to. Just a slight reprimand. It wasn't a yellow card. So I kind of thought, "Oh, bloody hell." Ref's being quite lenient here. <laughs> Fast forward two minutes, and we're on another counter attack again. Huddersfield pushing up high, and and Almiron just gets. I think it was Perez got kind of took out as he passed the ball to Almiron. So there was almost like a play on situation going on already. And then Smith, as the ball's coming in, Almiron just an absolute reducer on the Paraguayan, like just completely takes him out. And even, but even then in the moment, having been there from where I was sitting in the, you know, the bottom of the stand in the middle, I was kind of thinking, ah, that's a, that's a yellow. And I didn't for one second think that the referee was ever going to send him off. Maybe because we haven't had a, seen a red card for an opposition player at St. James's Park since possibly that's, that Stoke thrashing. I, honestly, it was, it was years ago. Um, don't quote me on that if I've got it wrong. I'm, Adrenaline, but I'm pretty sure it's years, and uh, the straight red, and I, you know, have not, haven't seen the footage, haven't seen any of the goals again, you know, um, since doing this video. I just wanted to get home and get it out, um, but I've, I've heard that there was there were stud marks on Almiron's shin pad, like, <laughs> like it was. It seemed that the referee got that absolutely bang on, um, 
and we, we don't want we, we don't want to see things like that I mean obviously the cliched I mean it'll be bingo of how many people how many commentators will say welcome to English football Miguel Almiron great that's a that's an appalling challenge and it shows absolutely no respect um, to the safety of fellow players that's 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 terrible that's awful so I mean in the moment I thought ah it's a yellow and surprised at the red but you know having heard quite what the impact was and that it was it was studs up it sounds like he's, he's absolutely had to go and maybe he wasn't as malicious and maybe the, you know maybe that the, their player um, was genuinely going for the ball but you know mistiming things like that poor decision making is is another reason why Huddersfield are bottom of the league with 11 points you know we would be Going into this game, we had more than double their points output, their points tally for the season, which is given it's like mid, like getting on towards the end of February. That's terrible. <laughs> that's really really bad. And at that point, you know, as much as I think we started going into the game anyway, at that point, um, it, it was going to be an uphill task for Huddersfield at that point, and it was kind of could they withhold the attacking threat that we were going to throw at them. Um, and we had loads of chances, like Almiron was set, up, set loose on the left a couple of times, um, you know, got a cross in for Perez that was sort of blocked and saved. You had Almiron who was winding in and out and had a shot that nearly went through Lursel's legs and it rolled across the line and it cleared out and everyone's like, ah, and he was, you know, Almiron was getting so, so close to, uh, to you know, to, to getting that goal that he obviously, I mean, he desperately wanted to score, you could see it. But at the same time, what I loved actually, well, just going back to that red card incident, which I forgot to mention, when he's on the touchline, our side, you know, he's chatting with the physio, and you just knew he knew he was all right because he had this, you know, this 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 signature Almiron grin on his face, like he was just loving it. And I saw it through the whole game that Almiron was just really enjoying himself. And obviously, when we went goal, goal, you know, goal two goals up, he was able to relax to think that well, the pressure's not on me that I missed that big chance at the start, so he could probably breathe a little easier and, 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 he, and he was just and you could just tell he was really really enjoying himself out there and that's what that's that's what it's all about man you know if if, if our players are in, are loving being there loving being coached by Rafa loving finding pockets and looking for chemistry and you know feeling the feeling the fans chant your name and just soaking up the atmosphere that's exactly what we want from, from Almiron we want to welcome him and we want to get the best out of him we really, really do, and it's been just, just a great start. It's been a really, really good start for him. Um, but you know, so 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 besides that, I think we, we then started to take. You know, there's a few shots there that I've mentioned. There's a there's a great shot from Perez that kind of you know the keeper tipped over as well in the first half, and then there was Rondon, you know, had a shot blocked from inside the box, and then there was the. Great cross in from Sean Longstaff from the right hand side, um, where Rondon went in for the, the diving header and just couldn't make the connection that he wanted. I don't know how far away from away from the ball he was. I don't know if he really should have been, whether he was unsighted. I don't know quite what happened there, but you know it was just another chance where you're just thinking, ah, come on. And then the you know the the start of that this by the end of that first half, we had had sixteen shots in total, and seven on target, which is. Honestly, they're fantastic numbers. They are really, really strong numbers. Considering we've gone through some games this season without getting a shot on target. 
you know, forgive, forgive my cat there. Um, you know, we've gone through plenty of games where we might, we've only got two shots on target, three shots on target in the entire game. No, 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 no. Seven on target in the first half. And you're just thinking, like, that kind of shows... Ah, be quiet. Get out of here. That kind of shows just how well we, we were playing and, and, the, and the attacking threat that we did have there. Um, so yeah, the, the, you know, this chemistry between the front three was becoming really apparent because and there was another chance where Rondon was off through on goal and Lursel made a really, had to just race out and made a really good block. But you kind of see just the, you know, the, the, this dynamic between um, Rondon holding the ball up and, and, and Perez and Almiron feeding off him and running around him and running into pockets. You know, we're playing like one really clever one-twos where, you know, the first the first passer would sort of pass and move and expect the ball over the top or through the middle. And, you know, as the game grew on, you've got like, you've got Almiron looking for those pockets and he got more confident. I mean, what I did find about Almiron, and this will get better with time, obviously, he had a cracking game. I, I'm not going to, I'm going to sit here and criticise him after we've just won. But I felt that a couple of times he was sort of maybe making the same runs as Perez sometimes and they had like the same thought in mind um, and, and and equally with Richie they seemed to be sometimes just on top of each other but I kind of thought it was a really weird thing where I thought like there was a few op opportunities where Richie could have easily just you know made a simple pass to Almiron and he didn't do it and it happened about sort of four five six times and you start to think like is is, is, he, is Richie holding a grudge from like a training session or something like, it, was, it was just odd that he didn't pass to him and then you know, Almiron had a shot again in the first half where the keeper had to come across and say we got a corner from it and Richie's gotten apoplectic at the side just saying, why didn't you pass? I'm just thinking, well, how are Richie? Like, you haven't passed to him all game. Why would you suddenly expect him to do the same to you? So I don't know if it was like some weird hazing thing that, that Richie was doing. I've got no idea. But uh, anyway, at the end of that nil-nil, that half-time, I was kind of wondering to myself, like, why... Why was there so much space in behind them? Why were the, why was their line so high? And then it dawned on me that Huddersfield came here to win. They came here to attack and to win because they don't have a choice. They have eleven points as it stands, away from Cardiff. They're twenty five points. They are fourteen points from safety with now eleven games to play. I mean that's just I think they're gone. I, I, I thought that before, but I think almost getting in the realms of sort of mathematical impossibilities now. Like, they had to come here and, and, and try and win. And the red card obviously completely destroyed any hope that they had because they had to take punching off to just to, to fill in the gap. Punching one of the most experienced players, mobile, you know, has a shot on him on occasion. But and the fact that it was their captain as well probably meant that, you know, that togetherness on the pitch wasn't going to be there either. So it was such an opportunity. And then I, I was you know, that they were having to go for it, that I thought, right. So the second half, there was kind of no excuses at that point, and that does create a real pressure and tension that the players had to deal with. But within a minute, 46 minutes gone, I think, you know, the ball was played into the box, um, it worked in, and, and Perez was there kind of holding it up, and who's there? But Isaac Hayden, who... I'd said before, has this box-to-box -box thing, and, and he, he likes to progress, and, to, and he, he, he supply, he, you know, he, he creates support for the front pe people, and uh, you know, there was a couple of opportunities where he almost could have snatched it with his left foot to get a shot away because it was well in the box. We just Rondon was there, 
and the, and the, the ball rolled out to Rondon and Rondon just smashes it and it sort of goes through Lursel but I think he just he's so close and he hits it so hard I don't know in fact they're both the goals I wondered whether the keeper could have done better but maybe they were just just a bit too close and through to receive people and whatever maybe the replays will show otherwise that you know that he had no choice so he had no chance from that distance but for Rondon just to smash it in and he, oh there was just such a relief around the stadium and you know the having had such an impressive first half Newcastle in, in terms of you know attacking potency to finally get one finished one nil and I just thought I don't think Huddersfield are coming back from one and then it was about five six minutes later Almiron from the left hand side involved hoist a long ball up the top and Yedlin who I must say was really 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 impressive today from an offensive point of view to be honest he didn't really have to do anything defensively at, uh, at all he was able to to have that you know freedom going forward and he was often what some of them you know the, he was looking to try and beat the offside trap he was often our most advanced player on times on that far waiting for the diagonal uh, ball to come from Lejeune who really sort of spread it out wide a couple of times great share with shares obviously one of those players who can do the same um, but he had, he'd sort of stayed up um, after a sort of forward run um, and when the ball had gone down the left hand side instead of the right hand side the Edlin you just think oh he's you know he's run all this way <laughs> but Almiron plays the ball across to the back you know the back of the you know the court, back corner of the of the penalty box and Yedlin just has the you know the, the intelligence just to play a play a ball into um, towards kind of um, Perez uh, sorry in, in towards Rondon and Rondon was back to goal just does a little flick and Perez is there just to tuck it away and it's oh it's brilliant and it's 2-0 it's and that I mean that that 2-0 was game one and it, and, it, and it very much felt that you know last season that 3-0 at home to Southampton, a very very similar time of the season. Maybe a bit. It's a bit earlier now, but similar time of the season, similar magnitude of game that we have to beat a relegation rival at home. And after an hour against that Southampton side, that three 0 it was game. It was game over, and there was just suddenly no pressure. It wasn't a competitive fixture anymore. And I kind of felt the same happened today. We, maybe not to the same extent, but given it was only two 0 but given that Huddersfield had just offered nothing up front, obviously they're down to 10, mil, 10 men at this point, so there's only so much that they could do given how well our midfield were playing Hayden Longstaff. Just spot on, like, absolutely spot on. Um, but that, that second goal just killed them for me, and, and it just meant that we could kind of play with a bit more freedom and relief, and we could try things, and on 66 minutes... Um, you know the subs board went up and I was expecting Almiron to be pulled off you know he's had an hour great debut but no took Richie off and put Kennedy on as wing back who actually had a pretty decent game I thought given how kind of terrible he's been of, of late um, and you start to think well you know we've got Diarmi on the bench Fernandez, Dummett, Kennedy all these players are first team players and suddenly we have a squad and it's really nice to have a squad again um I say again, it doesn't often it hasn't often happened and I mean the last time we probably had a, a squad was was the championship you know season. But I mean I, I don't even I almost think we've had a squad out of default this the, you know this time around because we've had to rely on the likes of Aiden and Longstaff who were nowhere near. But out of necessity, they're now they're now in playing on merit, which is absolutely great to see and. Um,
you know, once Rafa finds a formula that clicks, like we've seen plenty of times before, he's very reluctant to change that because why would he? You know, he's always looking to play the strengths. I just think the forward three worked so well. And even like, you know, we had chances in the second half, you know, Almiron had a shot from range, I think, and uh, Longstaff hit one off the, I think I hit the post as well. And then there was that brilliant volley from Kennedy where he just came out of nowhere and he, and he just lashed at it. And <laughs> I think the, the keepers made a save and it's hit the bar and looped up in the air and just, it was just kind of chaos. He was just thinking like, how have we not got another? I mean, it, it comfortably could have been four or five nil. I'd, I'd be interested to see the expected goals. Um, I think the, the expected goals would probably be close to three, I reckon, um, you know, given just how dominating a performance that was. But, you know, you could, you could point at the fact that Huddersfield were terrible. You could point at the fact that they were too attacking and that the line was too high. You could, you know, you could have a look at, um, you know, the fact that you could say, oh, we missed too many shots or, you know, we, we just couldn't put them away. But at the end of the day, that was a really, really impressive and much, much needed attacking performance. And, 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 and that is a signal to the rest of the, you know, the relegation rivals. You know, you look at Burnley, you've got a really good win at, at Spurs today. They're up to 30 points. But if we beat them, at the if we beat them at the weekend, sorry, if we beat them on Tuesday, you know we're going to be a point ahead of them, and we're going to be definitely at least in fourteenth. So you, you kind of think that's a, I mean that's a huge game in itself as well. Um, and I still you know I saw the I was there at Burnley uh, at the Turf Moor early in the season where we beat them, and there's no reason why we can't do that again at home, especially after seeing and I said, like I said this. This this performance and how how you know cutthroat we can be in the final third now. We're, the amount of chances we created absolutely spectacular today. It's so good to see. It's so refreshing that we are now going to be so dangerous because everyone knows how good our defence is. Before the round of fixtures, we had the joint sixth best defence in the in the Premier League, which is madness given you know the relative value of it. So if we can if we can have a solid defence. But then mix that with getting 12 shots on target, 29 shots in total, which I think is our highest number of shots in a Premier League game since 2012 against Swansea, I think, uh, BBC was saying. That's that absolutely in incredible. And, you know, Almiron made it through 80 minutes. And Rondon came off for Hosslu later on. Obviously, Atsu came on as well. So, I just, I just, I, I'm really, really pleased. And Almiron, playing with a smile on his face, Looked a threat, and the best thing about Almiron today, it 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 wasn't how you know it wasn't the how dangerous he was going forward, finding pockets, feeding Perez with through balls, for example, um, his passing and moving. He's always just wanting to be involved. He's wanting to he wants the ball all the time. He wants to be a part of everything, and I absolutely love that. It's really refreshing to see. He doesn't. He wants to be at the the forefront of everything. Um, but for me, it was the ugly stuff he did. It was the tackling back. It was the pressing. It was the it was the getting in position in front of his man, goal side of his man, and making them play backwards. And the amount of times they had to pass back to their goalkeeper because of the work Perez was doing and the work that Almiron was doing and the work Hayden was doing moving forward and pressing high as well. You know, it, the fact that Almiron is willing to do that stuff makes him absolutely perfect for Rafa Benitez because... He's a defender, you know, in a way, 
you could have brought a player like Amaron in as an attacking threat because we need one and you almost have to say yeah he's a bit of a luxury because we just but we just need more because we're one of the lowest scorers in the whole league but the fact that Almiron can be potent in the final third with chance creation with attacking third passes and also get a few interceptions and blocks in and 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 run in, you know just run at defenders in possession and make them panic and make a pass and pass back to the goalkeeper the fact that he does all that and he's so quick and he's so fit and this really impressive stamina it really really bodes well it, like I think we're all just taking for granted how quickly he's integrated Almiron. We've only seen him play for, you know, essentially 100 minutes of, of Newcastle United football. 100 minutes. And think what he's done in that time. He's, he's you know, gone on a mazy run at Wolves. He's tackled back at Wolves. He has hit the post. He's had a few shots on target. He's played some amazing through balls. He's got a man sent off. He's... Do you know what I mean? He's he's already kind of done, and you know this might be unfair comparison, but for me, he's already kind of had more impact on the season than like Atsu has all season, and and obviously Atsu's worked hard, but I just mean in terms of you know tackles, interceptions, blocks, but through balls, chances created, shots on target, that kind of stuff. I think he's already he's just flying. He's integrated so so quickly, and I think that's just it's so exciting. Because now we've, we're going to have him at full pelt for the rest of the season. Like, the fact that he has come to Newcastle straight after his, you know, end of season. So he's already, he's completely refreshed. He's completely fit. And you could see, he could have gone on for another, he would have he would have easily played the 90 minutes. And could have possibly easily played another 90 minutes on Tuesday. And I can't imagine a scenario where he's fit and he doesn't start again. He's fantastic. There were some brilliant drums outside uh, the Strawberry Corner before the game. Proper Latina style, was brilliant, um, great for atmosphere. And then, you know, in the ground, the, the big war flags, um, war Almiron, um, the flag display as well, which is really, really impressive with his, with his shirt and number as well. I mean, that's a big welcome for, for Miggy, and um, I think a lot of people have seen what he's capable of, even just in one game. And I'm sure this will not be the first time, or the last, sorry, it's not the last time I'm going to be waxing lyrical about his performances because I think he's only going to get better with every game, with every week that he spends training with Rafa Benitez, getting to, to do exactly what he wants to do. You know, there'll be better chemistry, even though we've already seen the beginnings of some brilliant um, attacking chemistry. I'm just, this is a player to get really excited about. And again, with 28 points, with 11 games left. You think 35 points probably does us, doesn't it? You think that's another seven points. We're kind of looking for two more wins, aren't we? We're looking for two more wins between now and the end of the season and then we'll probably get a couple of draws as well. That's all we need, I reckon, to, to, uh, to survive. And we are not the worst team. I just think with the defence we have, you look at Burnley, Brighton and Cardiff and Southampton. I think Southampton might have enough. I think Cardiff are in trouble. I think Brighton are really slipping down there and they're in trouble as well, although they can leapfrog us after this round of fixtures. But if we can beat Burnley, that might send them on a spiral downwards as well. So let's hope we can do the business on Tuesday as well. I have no doubt that we'll just go at them again um, as we did. We'll have to be a little bit more cautious, I think, this time round. But why not take the game to Burnley, whose defence has been 
can he put a competitor? You know what the how solid they were last season. Brilliant. I'm, I'm absolutely buzzing, and I hope you are as well. And please get your comments in below because I'd absolutely love to hear from you what you thought of Almiron, um, and who you thought. You know what was your man of the match for the day? I'm going to give it to. I'll give it to Almiron simply because he had a fantastic debut and just sort of stepping in the way he's integrated and how involved he was um, with with the important parts and you know the getting the man sent off was basically a, a huge game changer really and but but for me Hayden is very very close behind him because I thought Hayden was absolutely spectacular today he really really was did put a real shift in anyway I've been Adam of the Team Network thanks so much for watching and if you've been listening as well uh, if you haven't already please subscribe and. Um, Give us a like and share with your friends and yeah, I'd, I'd just love to hear from you. I'll try and get through as many comments as possible. Thanks very much. What a win. It's Newcastle 2, Huddersfield 0. This has been a two-network match report. I'll see you on Tuesday night. Bye, Z-bye.